What is up? Hello there. My name is Jessica Patching Bunch. You can call me JPB. And this is Brain Body Resilience. This is a podcast dedicated to growth, human development, and stressing a little bit less so you can go ahead and live a little bit more. Hello. Welcome back. And I hope you're having a beautiful day so far. Today, I want to talk about investing in yourself and especially why that is so difficult for a lot of us to get in the habit of doing or even to attempt to do for the first time when we have created a habit and become so used to ignoring and neglecting ourselves. Because frankly, that is more socially acceptable and culturally norm, mole, normal. A cultural norm. There it is. So I have some questions to begin with here. I want you to ask yourself how often you invest your time into yourself and really think about that. Maybe write it down. Use these as kind of journal prompts or something if you're into that, or just really give this some thought. How often do you invest your energy into yourself? How often do you invest your money into yourself. And I'm not talking about buying yourself something pretty, this kind of idea of retail therapy, which is, I have so many issues with this because this is, I think this could be a whole other episode, but retail is not therapy. The idea that the things that you have make you feel better or add to your value somehow, or any of that nonsense is just complete crap. And it's just not, it's just such, such a twisted idea that we have. In no way is therapy or therapeutic of any kind. It might be helping you avoid things, or it might be helping you distract from things, or it might be giving you that quick little rush of dopamine because you bought us something pretty, and that's great. But it's not actually self-care. It's not actually helping you. You are not actually investing in yourself. So that's my, that's my soapbox on that. Maybe we'll talk about it later, but it's not the point of this. So I'm going to move along. What I mean by investing your money into yourself is investing in things that are going to add joy, lasting joy to your life, to help you grow, to help you develop, to help you learn new skills, to help you become healthier, these types of things. And my next question is, what are your beliefs about investing in yourself? Because I know that for me, and I know I'm not alone on this, the idea of investing in myself until very recently, the last couple of years, seemed incredibly selfish. It seemed like frivolous and almost irresponsible, like financially irresponsible to invest in something that I didn't feel like I absolutely needed. And I know that in this way, I guess, you know, what I'm talking about here is investing money into myself. I have always had kind of a a scarcity mindset because we didn't grow up with, I didn't grow up with a lot of money by any means. Sometimes there wasn't food. Sometimes like there was a real issue of scarcity, but that is not my life now. And I have to remind myself of that. I have, all of my needs are met. My life is great. And so, but kind of shifting some of those core beliefs is really difficult. But outside of the money, when I think about what my beliefs are about 
investing my time into myself and my energy into myself. Again, I feel like I I have received the message loud and clear that those things are kind of um, frowned upon, we'll say. Just kind of not not necessary, selfish if you're spending your time on yourself. If you have extra energy, it should be going to work. And there are lots of reasons behind this. Capitalism, the patriarchy are two very large contributors here. And I think about this. Okay, wait, I'm, I'm going to back up. I have one more question before, before my thoughts here. Now ask yourself how often you invest your time and your money and your energy and yourself into your job, into your partner, into your kids, into your community, into your family. Take a moment and, and really think about that and really see where your time and energy is invested. And then think about what messages you are used to hearing about self-care or about investing into yourself. And there are a lot of layers here and a lot of factors, depending on who you are, your environment as you grew to understand the world, the relationships that you've had, the experiences that you have had as an individual, also what those messages look like within your community and then our society as a whole. And if we take a moment just to think about the fact that until fairly recently, within 40, 50 years, women were viewed as strictly caretakers. Our job as women was to produce offspring and then care for them and then care for the men because apparently they're helpless and couldn't do anything, which is a whole other issue. I am baffled at how many grown ass men cannot care for themselves properly. They don't know how to cook. They don't know how to do their laundry. Just like really basic ass life survival shit. Can't do it. Blows my mind. Because we all need to know how to do these things. But historically and traditionally, that was a woman's place was in the home. We couldn't have jobs. We couldn't have bank accounts. The Equal Rights Act that was, you know, big, hot, hot off the press in the 70s, didn't pass until last year, 2020. When I found that out, I was blown away. I'm not sure why, because women's bodies are still not our own, because there's legislature about them. Again, that's a different episode. My point being, with all of this, that as women, we have never had an overwhelming um, message directed at us that we need to care for ourselves, that we need to invest in ourselves, that we should be seeking growth and personal development and making our lives what we want them to be, finding out what lights our soul on fire, what brings us joy and seeking that. Because if we did a lot of that, then we wouldn't be available for the caring of everything and everyone else. So you can see that there might be a conflict of interest of sorts. If overall, as a society, we're like, hey, women, take care of yourselves, invest in yourselves, grow, learn, become everything that you want to be, reach for the stars. Because then who's left to care 
for everyone and everything. So I ask you again, how often do you invest in yourself? And what are your beliefs about investing in yourself? A lot of the time, I think it's easy for us to, and this is, this is something that I, I, as I now own a business that is based entirely around people, specifically women, choosing to invest in themselves, in their well-being, in their mental and physical health, in managing the overwhelming amount of stress that we are facing so that we can go on to have more joy and have more space in ourselves that we can fill with the things that we want to be there so we can start to create our own vision of this best life that we want to have, it becomes more apparent to me that this is a thing that we really struggle with. And and then I see that I'm not alone. I have gone on on such a journey to get to the point where I believe in investing in myself. And it has been, I guess, again, my, my mind goes to financially, but even my time, allowing myself the time and, and carving out the time in my day and scheduling that time to invest in myself and my well-being, my physical well-being, my mental well-being, growth, all of these these pieces of this puzzle. And and when I've chosen to do these things, and as I choose to do more of them, I realize how invaluable these things are. It is, I have never, (laughs) never been like, oh shit, I wish I hadn't you know, grown and become a better person and learn to love myself more or (laughs) whatever the case was, become more healthy. It is essential for having, you know, building the the pieces to to this life and living it. And something I hear a lot and I know that I have said is just kind of like, now's not really the right time. There's never a right time. There's never a, a perfect time for anything ever if it is important and it takes your effort (laughs) and it takes your time and it takes your attention. There's always going to be something else that you could fill your time and attention with. Always something else demanding, pulling you in different directions. But if not now, when? Really? When? Five years? Ten years? When you're still living in the way that you do that you're not happy with? Or you are still doubting yourself? You're still battling this internal stress that you know, comes with the criticism and judgment and just not like being nice to yourself, living with, you know, elevated anxiety and stress and not feeling great in yourself and not knowing how to manage these things. There's always this kind of idea that like, I'll start, you know, in the fall, summer's not a great time. And then, oh, you know what, I'm going to get through the holidays. I'll start at the first of the year. There's always a later date. You know, there's always, we, we always are pushing it off. Right now is always the best time. There's, there's a quote, and I've heard it from several people, and so I don't know who it is, but um, the best time to start was 25 years ago or something. I think it was like the best time to plant a tree was 25 years ago. Something along those lines. Next best time, right now. Right now. So I have another question for you. If you are waiting for the right time, for a better time, for m- more energy, for more money, for more space in your schedule... What does it look like for you to continue to wait? What does that mean? And then what does it look like for you to invest in your day, to invest in your body, to invest in your mind, 
to invest in your joy, your peace, to invest into yourself. I think this can be really difficult. Like, I really want you to sit with these questions and answer them for yourself. And maybe you don't struggle with this. And that is incredible. But I know that so many of us do. And like with everything, unless you're aware of something, you can't begin to change it. And I think that it is such a normalized thing that we neglect ourselves and we ignore ourselves and we attend to everyone else. We're spread so thin. And part of that is because we're not refueling ourselves. We're not paying attention to ourselves. We're not investing in ourselves and filling up our own cup so that we can pour it out to nourish everyone else that we're trying to take care of. It is not selfish to want your life to be good, to feel good, to feel joyful. You are allowed to be priority number one. In fact, you have to be. Because if you are not your best self, you cannot be your best self for your kids, for your partner, for your work, for any other piece of you know your life. So if you want to give the best to those people, to these other areas of your life, you have to first invest in yourself to become the best. We're trying to create a life and life really is so short and we have zero guarantees. We like to think that it's not going to be us that has a tragedy. We like to think that it's not going to be us that it has, you know, an accident that takes away our loved ones. We like to think that it's not going to be us that gets sick. We like to think that it's not going to be us and that mortality doesn't apply to us. We're all going to die. We don't know when. And even if we live a long, full life until we're 100, I think very frequently about what my grandma said when she was 96. She said to me, oh, honey, you know, I, I used to be, it wasn't very long ago I was your age. And now I look in the mirror and here I am. And she's not the only person that is older in advanced years of life that I've heard this from. Life goes so fast. And so ask yourself, are you wanting to create a life that you love to live, that you enjoy, that you want to participate in? Or are you just surviving life? We're not here just to survive and get by. And yes, there are pieces of life, there are periods of time, there are seasons that feel like shit. And it feels like all we can do is just get through them. But that doesn't have to be the whole thing. It's not supposed to be the whole thing. It doesn't have to be the whole thing. You get to create your life. And yeah, it is harder work to be intentional and go after the hard things that are going to bring you more joy and more satisfaction. But as long as you're just going through the motions, you're not going to feel 100%. You're not going to be living 100%. You're not going to be satisfied by just floating through life, letting kind of other people decide what's going on around you for you. It is not selfish to want to create your life in a way that makes you happy, to invest in yourself, to invest in your joy, to invest in the relationship you have with yourself. Because you are the only relationship that lasts for as long as you live. You are with yourself always. So how do you want that to be? This is getting kind of long, so I'm going to wrap it up. But again, I just want to ask you, I want you to ask yourself and sit with these questions. How often do you really invest in yourself with your time, your energy, your money in a way that is going to be to advance the way that you want to live? How often do you invest into other people? 
And what are your beliefs behind investing in yourself? Do you need to take a look at those and and really investigate, get, get curious about where they came from and if they are actually your beliefs? And last, I want you to, I guess this is this is my challenge for you for this week. I want you to ask the question, what does it look like to continue to wait if there are things in your life that you are waiting to invest in yourself in with your time, your money, your energy, your space? What does it look like if you continue to wait? And what are you waiting for? And then I want you to ask yourself and really give this some thought. What does it look like to invest in yourself, into your body, your mind, your joy, your peace, the creation of the life you want to be living, that you are happy to live? I would love to know some answers to those. If you want to correspond with me, I would enjoy that because I'm just talking into this microphone. So a couple of nuggets to, to chew on this week, something, a little something to think about. And I hope that you find, I realized that I really wanted this to be the challenge. So you have two, two, two challenges. Ask yourself those questions and find some piece of time and way to invest in yourself this week. And I would love to know what that is. That's what I really want to hear about. How are you investing yourself this week? Do it. Let me know about it. If you find this useful, share it with a friend. In any case, I will be back next week. I am excited for you to be here. I was going to say, I'm excited to see you. I don't see you. But we're all here together in this community, which I honestly, truly, absolutely love. And I am so honored that you're here. So until next week. Take care of yourself, invest in yourself. Think about those questions. Peace out.